to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. I think I didn't carry mine today. Let me hear how it sounded. Does it sound like a guitar? Daniel chapter 10. I will share something very personal today. I'm sharing from a lesson God is teaching me. But I have permission to share. Of late, there's a lot that I've been hearing from God that I've not really been saying. But then I felt very free to share this. I would like to acknowledge our COL leadership, currently under our acting president, Pastor Cho. And I acknowledge those that are watching, the virtual church, Kasama branch, Kitwe branch. Get excited where you are. I acknowledge you all. I want to thank you for celebrating me in the way in which you have. It's very... By the way, I try my best to read every message, except memories. Ati, I share the same sentiments this year. Ah. (laughs) That's okay if there's going to be a fresh message afterwards. But anyways, I love to read. I've been reading every message, by the way. If I've not read it, then maybe just got drowned in the pool of other messages, but I've tried my best also to leave it alike or something like that. So I've been trying. Um, As we were across, spiritual terms, as I was crossing over into the new year, I've got a thing. I like to enter worshiping. So if you try to call me at midnight, I won't answer. So I was with my wife and daughter and we were worshiping. She was also just shouting, you know, I don't know what she was saying, but, and I was very deliberate in my playlist. I think I started with, uh, you give, you turn morning to dancing. Yeah. You give beauty for No. You've said for the last part. That's supposed to be you give, you turn shame into glory. You are saying for the next part, which is graves into gardens, bonds into armies. Mule verengama lyrics. Okay? 
And then, of course, when entering, I entered now in morning and night. Winter and summer, in our seasons, you've been my guide. Today and tomorrow and forevermore, I worship. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I love telling stories, so I'm telling you exactly the way it was. So I was done, then there was the happy birthdays and the like, uh, baby wanted attention, all that kind of stuff. Then I said, okay, let me go to bed now, I'll catch up with things later. But I kept feeling in, in my spirit like, there's something, there's something, there's something. So I went on my knees, uh, I began singing, um, what song was I singing? Uh, I'm gonna see my victory. I'm gonna see my victory For the battle belongs to you, Lord I went to This is how I fight my battles This is how I fight my battles This is how I And then the revelation Then came on this part The mm, It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded by you it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Now, when that came, I remembered an online audience, keep your comments active. It's how we know that the signal is still reaching you. If you're having challenges, I'm willing to pause. When that came, you know where that scripture comes, you know where that part of that song comes from, right? The, it may look like I'm surrounded. That's coming from Elisha. And his servant came to him and said, Dwafwa. <laughs> and then Elisha, and, and, and you know, Elisha's like, we'll win this. And you know, the servant is like, hmm. Elisha. <laughs> That's an entire army. And then probably Elisha goes like in the corner of the room and is just worshiping. Like, what are you doing? And the guy's like, this is how I fought my battles. <laughs> And, and the guy's just thinking, okay, Elisha, you're crazy. And then Elisha prayed for him and said, Lord, open his eyes. And when he opened and saw the hosts of heaven, Elisha just did a smirk and said, it may look like I'm surrounded. <laughs> Anyways, that's the way I like to read the Bible. Eh? It adds more like, I can never forget. You know you'll never forget this example, right? And you know what will happen? The next time you're reading, you'll find yourself doing this. <laughs> It's the same way whenever I'm reading Acts chapter 16, I find myself, Paulo da Silana Pimpila. And sometimes I'll get up from the, I'll get up and I'll go, Moyo Wanga, Moyo Wanga, Moyo Wanga, Okay. Let me not even go into what happens when I'm reading Jonah. So now, uh, By the way, it's not the three days in Ofo one. No, no, I'm not that. I can't scope down to that one. <laughs> but anyways, I asked God, saying, okay, what are you trying to say? And he told me, this year, I want to teach you about the realm of the spirit. The spiritual realm. Now, I'm thinking, you're telling me all these years in ministry. And today is when you want to teach me about the realm of the spirit. All the encounters. And these glories we've seen. I'm like, so I responded. I'm like, 
I said, God, I know nothing. Teach me from scratch. That was my response. I said, I have no idea what the realm of the spirit is. And he started telling me what to read. So he tells me, okay, read Habakkuk. I'll sit on my tower and watch. Where was that tower? I'll sit on my tower and watch to see what the Lord will say to me. Okay, remember in Revelations, John says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. We, what? Where was he? And then even when he was in the spirit, he heard God say, come up here. Come where? He tells me, read on the call of Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. What do you see? I see an almond tree. You have seen well. Then God explains after he had seen well. He tells me, read on the call of Isaiah. And so I start reading on the call of Isaiah. Isaiah gets lifted up. He sees the seraphims. They've got six wings covering the eyes, covering the, I think, eyes. Then there was like this, I think somewhere by the feet or something like that. And then afterwards, he begins to feel unworthy. And then one of them gets a hot call from the altar. Hey, there's an altar in heaven. Gets a hot call from the altar. Puts it on Isaiah's lips and says, your sins are purged. <laughs> I read on, he tells me, read on Ezekiel. I start reading on Ezekiel. And I'm reading on Ezekiel. And, and, and Ezekiel says, behold, I saw visions of God. Imagine, he goes like, behold, I saw visions of God. He says, I saw visions of God. And then begins to see the living creatures. And then they had wheels. And then the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. So whenever, wherever the living creatures went, the wheels followed. Like, hey. And then they had, you know, four, I don't know, they had like four heads or something. There was a lion, there was a man, there was an eagle. And there was an, there was, is it a calf? An ox, which is similar to the revelation of John, right? In Revelations. Because in Revelations, again, the four living creatures had that. And I'm just being absolutely blown away. He tells me, read on Balaam and Balak. Read about it. I'm reading. And the guy says, this is he whose eyes is opened. Who hears the utterances of the Lord. And then he begins to tell me certain things, some of which I will share. Now, one of the biggest challenges I've noticed with getting educated is education trains you to question a lot. That's why you've got a lot of atheist professors, because Satan hates that mountain. He hates that mountain. Usually when educated people get empowered with the word of God. Huh? You can't stop them. They'll argue with you home and away. And then there'll come a point where they'll stop arguing and then they'll demonstrate. <laughs> I don't know if they're getting my point. They'll argue with you home and away. So for example, if somebody comes to me to try and convince me on evolution, my argument will start from science and to prove to them that it's not an empirical theory. Now, <laughs> let's go on. But one challenge I've noticed with education is that if you're not careful, you can learn how to use your mind so much in the earthly sense that you stop using the spiritual so much. 
And that's why there are certain disciplines you must never forget. Good thing is that we've got an example called Daniel, who could serve excellently administratively and still come tell the king what his dream meant. Actually, not even what his dream meant, first what he dreamt <laughs> before he tells him what it meant. God wants believers to learn how to function in the realm of the spirit. Ask your neighbor, are you in the realm of the spirit? Someone has typed on Facebook, it's the way you explain scriptures. I have not even started explaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. It may look like I'm explaining. <laughs> Daniel, chapter number 10. Daniel, chapter number 10. And we're going to read verse 12. You should write a song about Daniel. There's no song about Daniel. Why? Not even Daniel, Alimwene. Daniel chapter 10, and we're going to read from verse, maybe should we start from verse 8 for context. Therefore, I was left alone when I saw this great vision. Somebody say a great vision. A great vision. And no strength remained in me, for my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. Now remember, even in this period, Daniel was on a diet, like a fasting diet, so to say. He was in a, he was in a period of mourning, so he was not eating uh, the simple things. Yeah, he was not eating the simple things. Okay, so I'm here. Yet I heard the sound of his words, and while I heard the sound of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face with my face to the ground. Let's continue. Suddenly, someone says suddenly. Suddenly. A hand touched me. From where? <laughs> did it touch him in the physical? Did it touch him in the spiritual? <laughs> Have you ever had those moments where you're praying? Then you start wondering, am I alone? <laughs> and then the spiritual realm becomes so real. But as you are walking, it feels like when you are walking in the room, you bumped into an angel. Go like, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> so a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. Let's go on. Yet, and he said to me, "Oh Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you." And stand upright, for I have been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Next verse. Then he said to me, do not fear, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand. And to humble yourself before your God. Your words were heard and have come. Why? Because of your words. Remember when I said there are certain spiritual encounters that can be caused. There are certain encounters that can be caused. Let's go on. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, 
came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the. Now I've come to make you understand what will happen to people in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. Let's ask ourselves a few questions. The prince of the kingdom of Persia, was he in the physical realm or was he in the spiritual realm? Now, if you're going to say he was a physical prince, then was Michael. <laughs> when you've read the history of Israel, was there ever a prince of Israel called Michael? Then we can rightly divide that the, the being that was speaking to Daniel experienced that resistance in another realm. And then you can also see that there must have been a being that used to handle the area of pressure and in the spiritual rendered king over that area. And then we can also see that for Israel, the prince who was given to Israel to help fight for Israel was an angel named Michael. And this is the same angel that in the scriptures we are told is the one who cast out Satan. It wasn't, Jesus was just seated. God was seated. The Bible didn't tell us God. It's, it's, Michael is the one who fought. And then that same Michael, that same angel, is not just an ordinary one. He's a chief one. He's a chief prince. But then there is something that happened in a certain realm, which if we don't learn how to function in that realm, there are certain glories will not see. Ladies and gentlemen, there is another realm that exists. And that realm is real. That realm is real. The spiritual realm is generally referred to, we can call it the world of spirits. It's a world where spirits hang out. Just chilling. But it's a world of spirits. And by virtue of man being a spirit, we do have access to that realm. Man is a very interesting being because we've got access to more than one realm at once. And a few things I want you to know about the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm has materials. The spiritual realm has materials. It's got things. It's got things. It's got materials. Uh, the newly married man. Come, come, come. the address code has changed of late. <laughs> now, how do you know the spiritual realm has materials? 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4, it says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, right? But mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. So in the spiritual realm, there are weapons. They're actually there. I've used them before in torturing demons. I had a lot of time when I was starting ministry. Hebrews 11 says, by faith we understand 
that the worlds were framed, I just want to give you an example, right? By the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Give me from the air, give me from the NLT. Someone stand behind him. The spiritual realm has materials. Somebody say the spiritual realm has materials. This is just for illustration purposes. Do this. Do this. Notice they are level, right? Now, give me the NLT. It says, by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command so that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Next one. TPT. Give me TPT. TPT. Do we have it? TPT. Okay. Now the Bible says, faith, by the way, there are, there are times when I enter a certain room where I may not necessarily be Frederick Mandalis or Kaluruma. Hurry up. This is an illustration, so be a bit faster. It says, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautiful, coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. So I'll give you an example. You can see this, right? Okay, a bit longer for those at the back. So just go forward just a bit more. You like reach here. Hurry up, hurry up. Hurry, 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 hurry. I'm trying to teach. Okay. Wonderful. I think that's easier. So now, this that you're seeing, where does it come from? There is a realm where there are materials, and these materials can, go back, can manifest in the physical. They can manifest physically. They can manifest physically. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Go back now. His wife will be upset with me if you don't go back. <laughs> the man I married is coming back from church a different man. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Just stop. It slightly back. Stop. 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 Where's your wife? <laughs> come, 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 come. What's happening to this hand? It's shaking. Come, I'm serious. Stand there. It's shaking involuntarily, right? Okay. Stand there, stand there, stand there. I don't know why there's no issue behind her. Stand there. Stretch it like that. Just place it on your wife. Because <laughs> something was submitted there. What do you think is going on? Your house is a home of miracles. Now, let's continue. 
That was just for illustration purposes. The question is, where is the spiritual realm? Where is the spiritual realm? I've got a question for you. Where is BBC? Yeah, I've got a question. Where is BBC? Anyone? Anyone with an answer? Where is BBC? You're shy? How would you... Yeah, where is BBC? Learn to ask questions in life. Not when the pastor is doing church engagement. <laughs> you become a man down. So, BBC, where is BBC? Anyone? In the UK, right? Okay. What about Al Jazeera? Qatar? Lovely. Where is YouTube? No, seriously. California? That's where it is? Are you sure? Are you guys sure you're giving me the right answer? Where is Google? <laughs> I think our, our computer engineers are, the, are following where I'm going. Are you sure? Okay, where is www? The World Wide Web, where is it? Ladies and gentlemen, if right now we were to get a satellite dish and put it on top there and get a decoder that can grab a hold of signals <laughs> and have a smart card, then I can assure you BBC will be in this room. No, I don't think. How do you think the whole world watches the same football game? It means where is the game technically? It's everywhere. What am I trying to say? The spiritual realm manifests wherever there is a decoder that can pick it up. And what here we may now call a decoder or, or any of those things, which they seem to just get signals, right? Because there's encoding and decoding. In the spiritual realm, we'll call that an altar. Because an altar is where there's usually a transaction. What am I trying to say? YouTube is right here. You can go on your phone right now and click YouTube. You'll find it. You don't have to go to California to go watch a YouTube video. If not, I'm going to fly a plane. I just want to go watch my favorite YouTube video. You can watch it right now. As long as you've got the signal. As long as you've picked it up. So the spiritual realm is over here and it's over there. It's everywhere. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. And I really want you to get me. This, there's a lot in this. But here is something I remember hearing God clearly teaching me about the spiritual realm. And he said, men who have learned how to manifest the spiritual realm in the physical will always be superior to natural men. Always. 
And here is the sad part about it, whether it's manifesting the negative or the positive side of the supernatural. Because the spiritual realm is supernatural. Supernatural meaning it's superior to the natural realm. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that if person A only relies on logic, and then person B has literally these good things, and then in essence, one of the things that they violate is the power of words. That's why they don't do anything without words, because God already said it from the beginning that the mouth has got glory such that it can carry life and death. Every mouth has that. Every mouth has that. There's no mouth which doesn't have it. So if somebody else has learned how to violate all those things, and another person just is just a logical man who just believes in the natural good, that other person will have power over that one. Person B will have power over person A. Person B will just decide, I can go smoke person A's name, and somewhere where the emotions will come from, I don't know. Why? Because one person has learned how to use the spiritual realm, and another person is subjected to that realm. Person B can decide, I will say this and say this. I will say this one will never go far. Them and all their generations. And they just start noticing them and all their generations are not going far. Because that person has applied spiritual laws. Spiritual things are real. They are real. And in Africa, <laughs> where we are very in touch, you have to choose one. Afri you, you can't not be spiritual. What am I trying to say, ladies and gentlemen? There is a realm of the spirit. Now, there are those. <laughs> there are those who've learned the way of the divine. The one that the Bible accurately defines as gods. You know, sometimes when studying the Bible, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Moses. Moses would have been killed by Pharaoh. He runs away. He ran away. He left Egypt a fugitive. Runs away. He left as a coward. Where the stammering came from, I don't even know. Because if you are to study in the scriptures, we were told he was mighty in word and deed. We don't know what happened over the next years. He left Egypt afraid. And then God comes to him and tells him, go tell Pharaoh. Now, the same Pharaoh who wants to kill him. The same Pharaoh who wanted to kill him. God says, go back there. And then he says, okay, but my speech. And then God promotes his level. God tells him, okay, fine, let's do this. You will be as God to Pharaoh and Aaron, your prophet. That was a promotion. The levels changed. It was, a, it was a promotion at that moment. Moses goes, confronts Pharaoh. How come Pharaoh couldn't get Moses killed? Why didn't Pharaoh order the, the death of Moses? What was stopping him? How come there's that person who no matter how much they sit in a meeting, they can't fire you. They just can't. It's not possible. And then notice what begins to happen. 
It then becomes a battle of, okay, I throw my snake, the other one throws my stuff. The other one throws. And then Moses is, somehow, it had to show off. It ate the other ones. Then, the interesting thing is, if you are to study, go and read on the plagues, you'll notice that Moses begins to judge the gods of Egypt. They worship the Nile River. Judges it. Turns their very river which they worship. Can't el ibra ascalifrant olebrejes. And you know, if you are to keep on studying, you will notice even when he brought them out, Egypt had darkness. Israel had, had light, right? They come to the Red Sea. Take your time. Go read this. You'll see it. They come to the Red Sea. The people turn to Moses and say, Moses, Moses. Moses turns to God, God, why? Then God said, why are you asking me? Use your stuff. Read it. God asked Moses, what are you asking me for? Ladies and gentlemen, there is another realm. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, there are things which when they are birthed in the spiritual realm, it would have to be, I'll give you an example, COL was birthed in the spiritual realm. COL was birthed in the spiritual realm. I'll never forget the day I had the vision of COL. I'll tell, I've told you about it before. But the realness of the spiritual realm is that that day I woke up and my body was very unwell. And I remember that day I had a meeting in my group. I said, today we're going to wake miracles. And miracles were waked. Afterwards, I was worse. And someone sends a text, hi, I don't know, but I just dreamt that you died. <laughs> Imagine, like... <laughs> I just thought I should tell you. What? <laughs> then, in that moment, I will never forget. You know, have you ever known that, okay, right now this is Satan. This is Satan. You can even tell this signal. This is not the signal I used to. It's like maybe you're worshiping, you used to the amplifiers, you used to the microphones and the sounds and the like, and then you just hear from the speakers the Bluetooth device. <laughs> you can tell that it's a foreign signal. I don't know if I <laughs> and that's why the more you grow in the spirit, Jerome, the more you distinguish signals. Okay, so <laughs> I could tell this was not God, this was Satan. And I remember him saying, the moment you go to bed tonight, that's it, you're dying, you're gone. He literally said that. So I immediately went to bed. Because in this, the way the spiritual realm works is as follows. Whom you obey, you become a slave to. That's how it works. That's why if a, I, I remember casting out a devil one time, and then it says, come here. I didn't, I didn't follow it, not even a bit. Because it was trying to apply a spiritual law. The moment I walked, because it told me to. The moment you're casting out devils, or you hear a report in the family that there's a demon that manifested somewhere and it said that for the family you must all fast for 40 days. The moment you go on that fast, you've obeyed it. It will always have a mastery over you. That's the period of eat and feast. <laughs> anyway, so I go to bed. 
And that night, I said, sense, feeling my spirit coming out of my body, coming back, coming out. It's like a fight, like a fight. It was like a fight. And then, the moment it was done, I immediately started hearing the song, City of the Lord, and that's how I see the vision of City of the Lord Church. So it was birthed in the spiritual realm. I'll never forget one time, I think I was 16, and I had a dream. And in the dream, when I woke up, the Lord speaks to me and says, I've given you authority in this nation. Why aren't you using it? I'm thinking, Lord, I'm 16. So some people may think the promotion happened last year or the other year, but you may not know that there are certain events that privately God would, God would come and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? There are some things I've just never told a soul. Worse off now that we're a bit bigger and a lot of people would be able to hear certain things. Because we're alive, there are certain things I can't say. But I can tell you of certain events in the nation that I literally, I may not say much. It's gone quiet. Destiny is a burst in the spiritual realm. It's interesting, ladies and gentlemen, that I was talking to someone yesterday and they told me something. They said they did a study of um, most of the wealthiest people on earth. And they discovered that the majority of them are very spiritual. We're not saying they're Christian. But there is always some spirituality about them which they practice. And they practice things like law of attraction, positive energy, this, 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 this. Haven't you been hearing a lot of people saying things like, the universe, the universe, the universe. You know that's spirituality. Are you aware that's spirituality? You know those come from New Age teachings. There's a man named, how many of you have heard of Sid Roth? He's now like a serious messianic Jew. Now, he wrote a book called There Must Be Something More, where he explains his history. And from him, I can listen, he's very sound. So he explained how he had entered the new age because he was searching for something more. He was doing well in life, but he was looking for something more. So he entered the new age, and they told, they, he was about to reach a level where he has a spirit guide and could come out of his body. That's the level he was about to reach. That's when he had an encounter with God, and he got saved. And if maybe one of these days I'll tell you a bit about some of these things in the context of the Bible saying we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. If you knew some of the ways in which they teach certain things, you'd be amazed at some principles people are following which they think are just life principles and yet they are being influenced by a God somewhere. For example, the lot of love of self, love of self, love of self, love of self. Now, in the New Age teachings, they teach them that you can be your own God. So, the world eventually begins to revolve around you. I encountered one at Onza. I've told you this before. 
she was talking about, she was about to go meditate and do some yoga and stuff like that. Now, me who studied, I knew what, the word, I knew what that was. Because Christian meditation and Eastern meditation is very different. The difference is this. With the other one, you are trying to empty your mind so that you can catch signals. Now, the signal you catch can be any signal. That's why there are some people who've gone to the mountain, no word of God in them. They went to the mountain. They came back with something else because they didn't go with the word. I remember asking God, I was asking God yesterday, actually, I was like, so why is our meditation different? Why don't we sit and just empty our minds? And the words I heard from him were, the spiritual realm can be a very dark place. It's like outer space. It's very dark. So you need the word, which is the light unto your feet. It's the one that directs your path. And that's why, you know, if you have to study Christian meditation, you know how it works? It's, it's like, just look at how the Jews go to the war. What they do is that they'll go to the war, they'll close their eyes and they'll start, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me beside the still waters, takes me to greener pastures. So you keep meditating. So their meditating always involves words. And you'll notice that that then directs, and it usually has a melody with it. That then directs. The day you realize that, you understand why sometimes you hear God better when you sit and you're, you turn morning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You know that's actually meditation. When you sing the scriptures, you know that's meditation. Most likely when you're listening to that one, you'll probably hear God inspire you to go declare that rough situation to turn around in another way. Most likely. Anyways, what was I saying? So I encountered this girl and I knew. So I said, ah, what's, are you, are you Buddhist or something? Say, no, I'm my, I'm my own God. I said, oh. And she's like, would you like me to introduce you? I said, yeah. I like that. I think I got that boldness from a certain man. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's late. I may have mistaken his name, but is it John Paul Jackson? John Paul Jackson. What he used to do is that in America, there are events where people who are seeking spirituality, they go and then they read their palms, they read their minds and the like. So the guy would also go pitch his tent there. And say he's also there to explain the divine light. <laughs> so I said, Yeah, you can show me. And so she said, Okay, when we're done with the group discussion, because I remember, I think that was third year, and we're about to do, we're doing, we're given an assignment to create a mock country and then create an economic policy for it. So now, after everyone leaves, she says, okay, so you can be your own God. You know, I can read. I can read the person's aura. I said, oh, really? Like that person is yellow, so it means this. That person is white, so it means this. I said, what about me? She looks. Oh, what are you? What are you? You're very spiritual. I said, now let me explain. The supreme. I, I, I'm not joking. By the time we are done, it was a healing session. What am I trying to say? Believers will frail in the sight of all these guys if they don't learn how to manifest the spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm is very real. 
and we must learn to navigate it. I don't know if you can tell, I've just like explained 1% of what God told me. I've, I've explained this to leave you with a hunger. A hunger for the fact that there is more. A hunger for the fact that there is a lot God wants to show you. So oh, I've got a question for you. Why would God allow us to labor this much in teaching you doctrine? If not that he wants you to navigate the spiritual realm and not get lost. You don't have to be the same as everybody else. You don't have to see like everybody else. You don't have to hear like everybody else. You can get signals from the spiritual realm. You can learn how to interact with it. People are going to start having dreams, visions, encounters, knowings. Knowings. Spiritual manifestations. Lord, is there anything that you want me to say from any of the stuff that's written here? Is there anything that you want me to tell your people? not being taught this, this stuff for logic. Some of you may have come here very skeptical. You may have come here just wanting another feel good sermon. The spirit of the Lord is a rest in your mind. It's a rest in your hearts. Some listening to me right now may have been subjected to the negative side of the spiritual realm. Maybe you practice things you shouldn't have practiced. Started practicing horoscopes, started practicing fortune telling. Maybe you signed up for things you shouldn't have signed up. We apply a higher law. Those things are cancelled. Lord, if there's anyone here who needs to be delivered from that negative side of it, I stand right now as your servant. And I command that to be destroyed. I command it to be destroyed now. There's deliverance of the mind, deliverance of sight. Now I speak in Jesus' name as I'm led by you. Anyone whose mind has been infiltrated with pollution of pornography, and that person, it keeps playing back, especially when they want to pray. It starts playing. It starts playing. That foul spirit that retains those pornographic images, I command it to go! The name of Jesus. Anyone here that's been bound by addictions? I speak to that addiction. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command it to break in Jesus' name. Anyone whose life has been going in the pattern of negative words that have been spoken, of curses that have been spoken, and those things have been taking effect in their lives illegally, I stand as a servant of God 
and this very moment, I declare those words now and void. I stand in my heritage as a servant of God and I refute every tongue that has risen in judgment against you. Anything, I, I, in the spirit we go in the future, in the present, in the past. Whatever my father in heaven has not planted in your destiny. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell you what I'm sensing. There is like a clearing of destinies. There is a clearing of destiny. In the name of Jesus, that which my Father in heaven has not planted, which has been manifested in your destiny, or has been set as a trap for you in the future, by the Spirit, we go to the future, we are in the present, we go to the past, and those pitfalls, we destroy them! In Jesus' name. Those opportunities that were supposed to come to you, which you missed out on, we, we redirect them in your path. Right now, we redirect them in your path. We redirect them in your path. Those monies that you've been losing as a result of sickness, as a result of hospital bills, in the name of Jesus Christ, that those finances return to you. And that foul spirit causing sickness, that foul spirit causing sickness, I stand as a servant of God. That foul spirit that manifests as growths, that foul spirit that manifests as allergies, that foul spirit that manifests as sickness, I command that foul spirit that has been oppressing your body in the name of Jesus. Go! In the name of Jesus. Now I lose opportunities. I lose health. Health. Opportunities. I lose money. I lose money. You know there are times. Do you know that even financial promotion. There are times where you can sense in your spirit at a certain level. But your wallet is not coordinating. And you can tell by the plans God is giving you. God keeps giving you 100,000 kwacha plans. <laughs> and your wallet keeps manifesting 10 kwachas. In the name of Jesus. I promote. I promote captains of industry. Lord. People skip levels. They skip levels. They skip levels. And this stuff manifests physically. Teach us your ways. Teach us your ways. You told us to call unto you and you will show us. Teach us your ways, Lord. Teach us your ways. You told us to call unto you and you will show us. 
So take me on an adventure, Lord. Take me on an adventure, Lord. I want to see what only your eyes can see. Take me on an adventure, Lord. Take me on an adventure. One of the gifts that God has given me, but I'm not talking about a spiritual gift, I mean a gift that God has given me, is the gift of clarity. I almost always know what to do next. Receive that insight. Your eyes are opened to see. Your mind perceives the thoughts of God. You know what to do next. You are not stuck. Adventure Lord. Take me on an adventure Lord. Just take a minute and soak into this. I want to know what only your mind can know. The spirit is still the way to the Father's mind. You know what I just saw? I just saw a wave. Ashes, be careful. There's like a wave, like in the name of Jesus, Lord, I jump in. Jesus, you still the way unto the Father's heart. Hey, I'll go behind the veil and I'll find. You who's watching me in your home, those watching in Kasama, those watching in Kitwe, those watching in the different nations of the world, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, take it! Lord, I declare this in the presence of the heavenly host that as for me and my children, me and the sons in the Lord, the daughters in the Lord that you have given me. We are for signs and wonders. We are for signs and wonders. We are for dominion over all the mountains of influence. We are for signs and wonders. We are for signs and wonders. One last thing. One last thing. Get your phone. Get your phone. I, I sense a certain anointing. I'll give you a minute to get your phone. Oh, 
your phone or, or device I sense a certain glory in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I direct traffic of the right phone calls the ones for your promotion the ones for your elevation I direct that traffic to you I direct the traffic of emails I direct the traffic of financial transactions in the name of Jesus get your purse get your wallet in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I direct the flow of finances the winds of money the winds of money they flow in that direction in the name of Jesus I'll tell you something in the spiritual realm everything has ears everything has ears take a sec take a minute and just declare over your businesses declare over your families declare over your bodies just declare speak words speak 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 as for me and my house we serve the Lord as for me and my house we worship the Lord as for me and my house hey as for me and my house as for me and my church as for me and my country as for me and my city we serve the Lord fervently as for me and my city Yes, we drive those big cars. As for me and my city, Shepanabakas, we win those takers. Elabasatakagebehes, Parabashatakalabahas, Rekontakaya, Parabashetekelebehes, Balakasotohos. One more minute, Shekelebekesata, Rakate, Parabashata, Rakosatakaye, Parabashatakale. This is a spiritually charged church. A church that's on fire. A church that's on fire. A church that's on fire. <laughs> Two months shall not pass. Two months shall not pass. Hey. 
shake their bodies. Things have disappeared. Things have disappeared. I, I don't know how I'm going to end the service. If anyone is not born again and wants to give their life to Christ today and enter this kingdom, I want you to quickly come to the front. We don't have time, so you just come quickly. If the Spirit of God has been convicting you that you need to get saved today, come to the front right now. And for those who are watching online, there is a link that you must click. Come to the front. Come. Come. Now, in the name of Jesus. Wonderful. I want you to say after me along with those online. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I confess you as my Lord. Amen. Congratulations. Now, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. The best gift I can give you is deliver what God has been telling me to deliver to you. I think our supernatural church, supernatural church, you put oh. natural church, supernatural church. It's a supernatural church. Supernatural church. Supernatural church. This is a supernatural church. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wonderful. I'll give us 20, 30 more seconds to give our offering. We can play the blessing as I speak the blessing on you. And give me Romans 4.17. I don't know if you can tell that levels have shifted. You've been praying for me. Your prayers are working. And the pastors of the different branches get in touch with me this week. I need to direct you on how to handle the services. Because there's something God is trying to teach us. What kind of people is God trying to raise? Verse 13. I don't want to go into a sermon, but verse 13. Shine upon me. As it is written, okay, verse 13. For the promise that he would be heir of the world, was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Now, when was Abraham called possessor of earth? Do you remember it was after he gave his tithe and then Melchizedek led him in a communion session? Right? Alright? He was then called possessor of earth. Go read. Now, verse 16. 16 and 17. I want you to see this. The question is, where was Abraham made possessor of heaven and earth? It was in the spirit. It says, therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, 
but also of those of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. How is he our father? Some of us are not Jewish. It's in the spirit. Next verse. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Where was he made him father of many nations? In the spirit. In the presence of God whom he believed. Now, I want you to see the kind of God whom he believed. The God who gives life to dead, to the dead, and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. That's how God functions. So if you want to function like God in the spiritual realm, you learn to call them. Now, they don't exist in the physical, but in the spiritual they do. His faith be upon in a thousand generations and your children and your children and their children lift your hands in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I stand as the priest you have ordained over this house city of the Lord Church Global I bless you I bless you as an institution I bless you you are excelling in all areas. There is no area that you fail in. City of the Lord Church, you are excelling in all areas. You are excelling in all localities. You are excelling in everything. I bless you. You have shifted. Now the members of City of the Lord Church, I stand as your man of God and I bless you. That reward that has accrued to me in all, these, in all these years of ministry, that reward which the Lord has seen fit that I can release, I stand as a servant of God and I release that blessing. That blessing which causes favor across all mountains of influence. That blessing which raises giants. That blessing which raises captains. That blessing that brings marriages. That blessing that heals bodies. That blessing that brings children. That blessing that brings wealth. I release it now. Kariate, kiaba soto kodiye, balia tolia, balia sekedi, balon takaliyo, shadiya takalaba. Satekelebo hus, paraba shataka hai. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. There is no curse over your life. There is no divination over your life. There is no sorcery over your life. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are free from the shackles of shame. You are free from the shackles of depression. You are free from that suicide spirit. You are free from anxiety. You are free from a life of failure. You are free from sadness. You are free in the name of Jesus. You've got freedom to adore. You've got freedom freedom for your soul. You've got freedom to go forward. You've got freedom to make progress. You are free. Whom the Son of God sets free is free indeed. The way the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You are free. You walk in the glorious liberty of the saints. Each one of you testifies before the gods. In the name of Jesus, I bless you all. I bless you all. I bless you all. In Jesus' name. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Surely, 
goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever amazing praise the Lord bye bye a service. I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0 If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordzambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.